Hello, and welcome to Fanboy Modeling School. I am your host, the Fat Mantis, and I am here with my co-host... Steve, your Uncle Curmudgeon. Goddamn, when is it all going to end? Running up the riot and then burning everything down in the center of the hall. Hello, Steven. <laughs> that was a little more intense than your usual shtick. How are you doing today? Curmudgeon is fired up for some things he can't talk about and some things that we are going to talk about. But I'm pretty fired We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about every friggin' thing. I'm doing good. How are you, big guy? I'm fired up for certain reasons as well. I'm doing good. I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. I don't like the snow, but I'm living the dream. But I'm fired up too. I think we're probably fired up for the same reasons. But maybe are we on the same side of the argument? Dun, dun, dun. Bomb. Bye. Real quick before we get going, shout out to all the anchor listeners. Shout out to all the YouTube subscribers over at Voice of the Fat Mantis. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Also, click the link to go to Anchor. And thanks for the continued support. Honestly, you guys are amazing to deal with our dumb asses. It's uh, amazing that all you're more tolerant than my last five girlfriends combined. <laughs> they weren't very tolerant, <laughs> but I love my wife and she's extremely tolerant. <laughs> my wife. Oh, yes, she is. Oh, yes, she is. Puts up with my black ass. For those of you that can't see us on anchor, we are both men of color. So I'm allowed to say black ass. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also allowed to say Cortez as well. There is no way you can cancel me. I don't know about that one. <laughs> the, the cancel button can't be done. I read an interesting Facebook post today before we get into the show, and uh, I couldn't get through all of it, right? Uh, but I, I did read it, some of it. It was from, like, your aunt or something? Like, you know how you have the family member who, like, they have, they set, put seven paragraphs? And you're like, this should be a DM or something. What is wrong? <laughs> I'm like, this is a book. This doesn't belong on the internet. <laughs> um... So I read an interesting post regarding um, cancel culture, oh. and, uh, and it was it's a it's a it's a good way to start this show. And uh, basically, the person was alluding to that there is no such thing as cancel culture. That in fact, people who complain about potentially being canceled are actually people hiding behind a thin veil of racism. Oh, of course, it's all racist. It's it's absolutely everything is all racist. We're all racists. You're racist for drinking certain apple juice, and basically, you're not. You're racist if you don't, as you as this person is saying, you're a racist if you don't buy into lynch mobbery on the internet. Yeah. So, and here's the thing, right? There are some people who deserve to be canceled outright on both sides of this political spectrum. I can name at least five Republicans and I can definitely name five liberals that that should be canceled or be made if, if we're going to follow the rules of cancel culture. But let your uncle curmudgeon allow, allow me to read this to you in my best orative voice. Cancel culture, quotation marks, is not a real thing. The cries of cancel culture are just people not liking the consequences for breaking the evolved social con, uh, contract. Thinly veiled racism used to be accepted. Society no longer tolerates it, and it is such things. And such things, there's a consequence. You used to be able to feign fr <laughs> fright at the mere presence of an African American in your neighborhood, and use the commonly shared civilian authorities to leave you assured that BB <laughs> barbecuing while black is still a crime in mostly white America. But with the change in demographics, the fact that PLC. 
now make up 35% of the population means that they exist in large enough numbers to claw back some of the societal social power necessary to sustain regular life, regular life without the same fear of appraisal that was left over from the overt racism of Jim Crow segregation. It's too long to continue. Stupid. Now, here's the thing. That person's a moron. This is a. That person's an idiot. <laughs> this is a good. This is a. No, let's cancel them. Let's cancel. I don't like what they have to say. Let's cancel them. You're canceled. I'm going to get a lynch mob to just hashtag you and at you all the time and 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 thinly, veilly threaten your family because you have a different opinion than me. Uh, this person is someone that. It's funny. He and I, he and I have switched seats in uh, the rules of life. Now, I'm still very much uh, what you would call an independent i'm not conservative because i am a fiscal conservative i have views that line up with conservatism because of my worldview no need to go any further into that but we used to be on the opposite sides of the table but it's interesting to see that people don't acknowledge that there is mob mentality and then it's interesting to see people make dumb life decisions that get their career completely put on halt. With that said, let's segue right into the first topic and what may be the main topic what? of the evening. <laughs> anyway, before we get into this, I want to finish on this cult. Uh, yo, I'm already fired up about our main topic, so I'm going to be fired up by this as well. Listen up. So basically people are like, cancel culture is fine. It's great. A, a digital lynch mob is totally valid because they have outrage. You know who else had la- outrage? The, the, the insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol. And I think most sane people are not pro that or into that idea at all. Just because you get a group of idiots who think one thing and they're screaming it loud and maybe even violently does not validate their argument. Right. Right. So just because you got a bunch of people who are like, this person's an idiot, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't make it so. And you're not, you don't have the right to ruin someone's life over it. No. I mean, so, I mean, there's room for forgiveness, but forgiveness usually comes with either, you know, so we got to get into terms like forgiveness, acceptance, all that type of stuff. Like the person we're going to be talking about in our first topic, do I think it was a moronic statement? Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Do you have freedom of speech in America? Yes. yes. Do you have freedom from consequences? No. <laughs> no, you don't. Which is why I guard my words very carefully. Even on this show, I never mentioned where I work because I know their stance on this type of stuff. Like, you know, they would instantly, they would insta-fire me if I ever spoke out against the school, right? If I ever said anything right. that was directed at them, right? Or ever- Oh, school. School, I mean, you must be in hell because schools are the worst. Because they they buy into, there is a cult mentality. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it works for administrators like it does teachers, but at least with teachers, there's a cult mentality where if you're not on the same page, they're like, Mr. Gregory doesn't fit in. He's a weirdo. God forbid you have a different political opinion than these these people. You know, it's, it's crazy, man, because when you think about when we were going to school, like I went to IS-44, right? You went to what? Booker T. Washington. You went to Booker T. And then uh, I obviously went to high school in Chicago. You went to LaGuardia. And uh, it's interesting, though, because I'm going to the IS school. We went to, I don't know if you know this, but my they divided us up into different groups. And I was in the science department. So my school was attached directly to the Natural History Museum. And it's all oh, right. Yeah. 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 You know, where I'm going with this right away. So it was amazing. We would come to school every day and it's just like we were inundated with 
you know, the scientific model and very pragmatic approaches to life and, you know, you know, the theory of evolution. These were all things that no one had any problem teaching us. I think today, if anyone said, hey, I think we should introduce a world theological class, you know, to address the three Abrahamic religions, people would burn that school to the ground for even mentioning that. But they'll allow you to teach, they'll teach your kid anything, any other subject, every every other subject. It's like, this thing is not two lanes. You know what I'm saying? Like everything. I don't want to go into specifics on your channel, man, but it's like, they could teach my kid about one subject. But if anyone even dares to say like, hey, let's learn about the Abrahamic religions, we're not even like trying to convert, right? We're just learning about them. You're right. You can't even learn about it or correctly. The only person who can teach you is someone who's going to do hate speech about it. Exactly. And and so I remember I used to be, um, you know, after college, I don't know if anyone knows, you know, I'm from New York, but, you know, I went down to Virginia. And when I was down there, I was part of like this kind of like adult drinking club. It was called the Afterworks Drinking Society. It was an excuse for adults to drink. Right. And one of these guys is like a social studies professor. And he was going into, and it was during the, the change of... Um, just the attitudes of how things are 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 taught, and so he was part of, and is probably very pro. I don't keep in touch with him anymore. He was a good guy. Um, pro this very liberal taking control of education, and so we were talking about uh, history, and like I made some comment about like, well, everyone should know their American history, and he looked at me and he says, "But do they?" I said, "What?" He's like, "Do they?" It was like. Well, if you're in America, he's like, no, but why do we emphasize American uh, history? Don't you, how do we not know that Chinese history or European history is more important? And so here's my argument. The point is, is that if you are an American and you live in America, I would argue that American history is the most important one you can take. Yeah. And that, therefore, you know, basically just being part of a culture or civilization, you should know something about it. But this idea that, all, you know, there's so, you know, they had this idea of like cultural equivalency, that it's all equal. And they're like, well, maybe we should spend as much time learning about African history as, as American. That is a sweet gesture, but it makes zero sense. I mean, here's the thing that is more of a higher education. Now, if you were telling me that we want to learn the different branches of government as it goes, you know, to world powers as it relates to world powers, then that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, global studies class. I'm I take that. Yeah, and if you're saying that, you know, learning overall history, like you know, but I I understand that. But a deep dive, in depth study of another country, I would say that's left for higher education or more advanced. I. You know, you're so right. Yeah, exactly. That's for an advanced program like like getting a bachelor's degree. I'm saying in high school, they usually do like, what, two years of global, two years of American. You know, I don't know what the standards are now. But they're like, why do we spend two years on that when the rest of the globe gets two equally? Because you're an American. You should know America. So here's the thing. If you should really, we should really consider teaching our kids something that would be of value as well, right? So maybe learning how to balance a checkbook, learning about interest rates, learning uh, <laughs> the different types of loans that they're going to experience, learning about college loans and debt before they go to college. I would, that that's right. Yeah, let's do that. Yo, there used to be a class that did that actually. 
home economics and I didn't live in the generation that taught it. But like for instance, I used to watch old sitcoms like Roseanne and stuff and kids would be going to class a class called home economics and they'd be learning how to balance a checkbook, learning how to pay their taxes and I'm like, "What is this class? I didn't I don't know what this class is. I've never had it. Did you have it?" No, I didn't have home ec, uh, but here's the thing. They did away with home ec and a lot of scholastic programs for different reasons, right? And it's weird how that happens, right? Man, it's amazing how things change in your mind as you get older. You think I think about home ec as a you know when I was a young person, I'm like, yeah, that sounds moronic, you know. But now it's like, wow, I could have really used a class that was centered around budgeting. But man, god damn it, how did we do this again? Let's talk about the the first. This is topic. what the people need to hear. They need to hear our driving experience <laughs> history. What's what's up? Main topic. Oh, first topic. Oh, and it has to do with council culture. We started in council culture. Now we ended up on a home economics or some some nonsense. But the truth is, we just need to get around to saying her name. Say her name. Say her name. It is Gina Carano, Queen, the Queen. <laughs> I said it. What? Hater. What up, haters? <laughs> Roy's itching for a fight. And not an internet fight. He wants a full-on <laughs> meeting of the flesh. <laughs> so what's going on? I'll knock you out the way Gina Carano be knocking bitches out. <laughs> Dude, so Gina Carano got herself into some trouble. and got her She got herself fired within one day of having a tweet. Of course, it's true. It was an idiotic tweet. We all admit this. Yeah. There's no defending it. It was the it was a, it's a the tweet itself. I don't defend. It's it's moronic. I don't and and what what, what was the tweet? Do you have the exact thing she tweeted? Because I don't even you know. Yo, so uh, it's funny. Your favorite YouTuber, that Star Wars girl, had it up on her post, like in her video about it. She has the tweet as her background or something, uh-huh. and it has like old pictures of like you know Jews, a black and white picture of Jews with like stars and stuff. And I, I couldn't read, I couldn't make out the wording, but apparently it, it says it says something along the lines of like Republicans are treated the way like Jews were back in Germany nineteen forties or something. Nowadays in America or something. See, here's the thing, man. I, I need the exact thing because I think there's a certain like level of uh, dishonesty that comes with talking about these things. Yes, people phrase it in weirds. Like for instance, if you notice people say atrocious or disgusting at the start of their thing. Yeah. And, and here's the thing like I so, Every time they describe it. All right, you you keep talking. I'm going to see if I can find the actual <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I am curious as the exact the exact was as well. So, basically, she's had a long history of getting kind of in trouble with Twitter and kids this is why you shouldn't use Twitter. I can't tell you don't use Twitter. It's only a negative. There's no positives. I don't understand why you do it. So if you go to the whole thing with the Twitter is like she originally liked a, a somebody making fun of some people who use pronouns in their bio. And then a, a, you know, a Twitter lynch mob was like, you're a hater. And she's like, I'm not a hater. And they're like, prove it by putting your your pronouns in your bio and she started retaliating she was like i don't have to blah 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 she started getting into fights with people dissing people mean memes it became this rough back and forth right and so ultimately she's had a problem for a while and finally she and you know she was very upset about parlor she was like one of the coolest the coolest people on parlor in my opinion yeah she had a lot of followers yeah and when that got canceled 
she, you know, she, she's been saying a lot of things about how Republicans and conservatives are being mistreated in America. She finally put this one up. You found it? Yeah, I found it. All right, so here it is, folks. This is the exact tweet. So here's the reason I'm reading the exact tweet. We must judge a person by what they ex- said exactly, not how we... Exactly, are. exactly. Or someone describes it to you. Or someone describes it. Always go out, find the exact tweet yourself, and then judge the tweet accordingly. So, here we go. Beginning. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, dot, 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 even by children. Sad face emoji. <laughs> because history, <laughs> <laughs> these, this is in quotations, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is this any different from hating someone for their political views? All right. So here we have it yet again. She didn't even say Republicans in it. That's fascinating that everyone said it had to do with Republicans. Yeah. So, I mean, we clearly we understand what the insinuation is and what she's uh, what what she's insinuating or what she's what pointing to. What her political group is. Yeah, yeah what, she's, what she's alluding to, right? So there is something happening right now and it has been happening for quite some time and it happens on both sides right but that's why you come here to this channel like share and subscribe so you can hear a fear and balance approach to these things right so both sides are guilty of doing this people are not speaking to family members behind their partisan views right 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 people have canceled thanksgiving Besides, for reasons of COVID, but because right. you know their mom's a Trump supporter, or their child is you know a uh, Hillary supporter, or Biden supporter, Obama supporter. I guess he's just a liberal at this point. You could just lump them all together, and this has really divided households. Now, before you get too crazy, someone's going to break out their statistics book, and they're going to say, "Hey, it's been divided for quite some time." That's true. There has been a division in America since 1968 and even preceding that. But 1968 holds a very special place. If you don't know about 1968, go Google it. Get some history in your life. Here we are today looking at Gina Carano's tweet. She never actually said Republican. She's alluding to the fact that people are mistreated or can be judged or that the state would start making people turn against each other based on their political views. Are we there? I'd say we're about an inch an inch or two away from people really, really, really turning on each other. I don't know if that means physical violence, but I understand what she's trying to say. Now, here's the thing, Mantis. Me understanding what you should have said privately inside your head is one thing. You saying it and knowing the climate that you're in and not expecting repercussions is an entirely different thing. So I think Gina Carano is going to be just fine. You know why? Because there's a career for people like this nowadays. Not people like this. I'm not trying to say she's a person. On OAN? Yeah, OAN, Newsmax, YouTube. She's going to do the whole tour. She's going to be speaking with Candace. She could be the female Joe Rogan for all we know. Yeah, she's going to be speaking with Candace Owens pretty soon. She's going to have her own podcast, and people are going to be thirsty for that type of content. Now, I'm going to say something that I'm willing. I will like, share, and subscribe, anything she does. I'm going to take it to the box right now, right? In regards to the way Gina Carano has carried herself on Twitter, I know way worse people who have said way worse things. She has And gotten away with it. And gotten away with it. And she has always told the line of trying to make an intellectual argument 
and trying to make you think about certain things. And even when people attacked her about not caving into their belief system, she kept it, you know, as cordial as she possibly could. Now, a lot of these people have, you know, internet muscles, as Mantis says, and they would never say the stuff to her face. Not three social justice warriors, three liberals, or three progressives all together, nine of them <laughs> would say any of this stuff to her face because obviously, you know, the uh, the tally's in. She's an alpha, and you're betas, right? She's going to, she could literally beat most of the people up that she encounters. This is a sad, unfortunate thing. But she did this to herself. We got to acknowledge that first. Now, we can go to this, the straw man arguments of what about the, the woman that wrote the uh, the new Star Wars books and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I don't like the straw man argument. I don't like ever comparing one person to another. I'm fine with analyzing, analyzing how what happened to her and, and how it went down because I find the straw man. I can liberate her and free her. I, if I was her lawyer, I'd get her off. So, yeah, I, I just said I'd get her off. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Like that's how we roll here at Fanboy Modeling School. Do I think she deserved to be fired? No, I. You know, I. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't think she deserved to be fired over this. No, I no. saw someone say that she picked Trumpism and Nazism. We got to start getting more clear about these terms and what qualifies you as a as a Trumpist or right. whatever the the category is. Okay, go ahead. There is no doubt in my mind that she is a Trump supporter. Although, however, she's never publicly said that. Obviously, she is. But you're right. People call her a Trump supporter. I'm less not like I'm I'm more fine with that than I am. Like, for instance, people have reported this literally reporters, quote unquote reporters as a tweet. They say a tweet. It's not a tweet. It was on her Instagram stories for starters. So they don't even have their facts right. And they say a tweet that supports Nazis. That is not in favor of Nazis in any way. People love to free. There's all this propaganda. A lot of people say her abhorrent tweet, her abhorrent tweet, but don't tell you what it is. Right. It's it's it's. I'm 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 trying I'm trying to get there. In regards to this, this is so. I guess the outrage is the fact that she's alluding to that Republicans could somehow eventually, if things keep progressing the way that they're going, and her according to her. Could be in a situation where they could be discriminatory. Dis- oh, absolutely. So, I mean, they have the list. They have uh, they have our names on a list, and it's Parlor. When they took down Parlor, they took a list of everyone on it. So, I mean, and they're coming for us. The only way you would think that's not tomorrow, you're gonna wake up with a boot on your car, my friend. So, so I'll wake up with a boot on my car. Here's the thing: when they come for me, the first one up is gonna get it the worst. I'm gonna make that person regret. <laughs> <laughs> they were a part of the mob. Everyone else is probably going to kill me. They're going to rip me from limb to limb. But that first one. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Absolutely. Like for the rest of his life. Like what happened to you? Oh, this was the uh, the winter of 2021 when we came yeah. for Steve. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> you, the only way you can be- believe that this type of thing is not possible in America is if you don't know American history. Like I've said before, the people who woke up that day black americans that woke up today during the black genocide you know which used to be black black wall street yeah yeah they woke up that morning not thinking that was going to happen yeah they're like it's a great day it's a great beautiful day and 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 that's and that's in spite of everything that's going on around them right lynchings are prominent the entire thing right but 
in America, it's not as if this type of thing hasn't happened before. Now, let me tell you how people have come to this conclusion, Gina Carano specifically. When you hear people like AOC say stuff like we need to have reprogramming, and what she's actually saying, if I'm going to treat AOC with the same respect that I treated Gina Carano, she wasn't talking about internment camps, right? She wasn't talking about sending... That word, however, that word, Rohan, why did she use that crazy word? I'm not, I can't, uh, here, I don't even know if she said reprogramming. I think she was trying to allude to a more therapeutic process of dealing with people who've become radicalized was her exact word she to deal with people who become radicalized and she likened it to the way we would deal with someone who's become radicalized in islam or something like that but when you hear people say stuff like that when you hear someone say something like that and you're a gina carano or you're you're another person that's a trump supporter what you're hearing them say is that you need to be reconditioned your mind needs to be washed and you need to be retaught that these things are wrong. But the problem with that is we're assuming that this view is correct. That right. That this is the absolute be all end all. That this standard that you hold is the standard that everyone else should hold. But this is America. The land of the free, home of the brave, right? I don't like what the KKK says. And if it's only one of them, I'm not going to let him say it without any consequences. <laughs> He said if there's only one of them. <laughs> like, you know, if it's 12 of them and it's just me by myself, what am I? Anyway, let's be real here. What, what's, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but if you're it's right. One. It's, <laughs> it, it's why we use the word wrong think. Yeah. They think that they think you do and they think I do and they think other people do. Of course, we're lesser. We have less the wrong think, but we have wrong. We are infected with something called wrong think and we need to be reprogrammed to f think like them and i'm not gonna do it aoc you can kiss my so this whole thing and i know gina carano is the catalyst of this entire conversation but this isn't exclusive to the liberals right look what ben sass the senator from nebraska is going through right now this man is a faithful man to his community he's a faithful conservative and he's being persecuted because he wouldn't bend the knee to you know who Right? Yes. <laughs> so it goes back. It goes back and forth. But did you? Yo, and if I was in the party at the time when you know who was in charge and being like, you all have to kiss my ass, I wouldn't have done that either. No. I mean, politics is the dance, but at the same time, it's like you have to be able. There's a reason that senators and uh, people are allowed to speak their minds because it's, you're you're supposed to be able to speak your speak truth to power, right? I, I think that's a term that gets thrown around a lot, and people don't even understand that the root of it is of something, a situation where you have a Julius Caesar or a Pompey. Like, you're supposed to be able to speak to these people and say, this is wrong. We represent the people of which you rule, but you are not ruling justly. The problem is, no in history has that ever gone according to the way people think it's going to go, right? <laughs> like, unless you're willing to do what they did to Julius Caesar, then you're always going to have tyrannical or mismanagement of power. I, you know, this tweet, this Instagram live, this post from Gina, this was an idiotic move. This is why celebrities have people do these things for them. right they're they pay people they have like a publicist and like sometimes publicists will be like we'll hand you your twitter can't and they just cute put cute sweet things out and i think that's what they should do what is this how does a celebrity have time to be on twitter all day but here's the thing why can't she express her opinions this is the thing we need to get to 74 million people voted for that guy now what you need to do is if you want to know why insurrection day happened 
you know, you need to start asking these people what they're so upset about. And if you don't start dealing with oh, right. what they're upset about and start having the conversation, <laughs> if you don't if you don't start dealing with what people are actually angry with, same thing goes with like the Black Lives I hate I hate referring to it as the Black Lives Matter protest. I just think that's why? Because people, when people do that, they do that in bad faith. I'm not that. Well, wait. What's a better? What's a better phrase, though? I always say the riots that happened after George Floyd's death, right? Because here's the thing. That's better. That's better. The riots that happened after his death. Here's the thing, right? I don't know if everyone at those riots were Black Lives Matter members. Just like I don't know if everyone at Insurrection Day was a really a Trump supporter, or if they were just a bunch of angry people. Right? <laughs> I don't know these things. Actually, I bet you a bunch of them were just having fun and like, let's let's trash stuff. This is awesome. I heard the craziest thing the other day. Someone said to me out loud, man, you know, it's just, you know, some people blowing off some steam. But the same person that told me before the government hadn't been afraid of us like this in some time. I'm like, here's the problem with bad faith, inconsistent arguments. I'm going to keep it on Gina Carano here for a second, though. Okay. You have to be consistent. You have to be. Disney has to be consistent. If Gina's out, the woman that wrote the old Republic or the High Republic, right, right, she's out. She's out. It doesn't matter if she's black, bro. It does not matter. You have. I agree with that. I agree with that. You have. This woman said, you know, hold on for a second. Keep talking. I'm gonna. We're gonna show her the same respect that I showed Gina. I'm gonna find. Her actual tweet, and I'll read. Yes, <laughs> you, you, you. I was. I would love when you said keep tweeting. I was about to tell you what I think her tweet was, or what her phrase was. But I, because I think it was a live action interview. However, I have. I think I've only heard it from other sources. I. I probably have not actually seen it. Fit thing, but this girl, the woman who wrote the one of the High Republic books, has been noted to say certain things about whites. Is what it comes down to, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what I believe them to be because you know your uncle curmudgeon's on it. He's he's grabbing that information right now. But basically, um, you know, it just it's um, you know, you're you're right. There should no be no one standard of thought. You know, there should be only the most fringe ideas should be shot down, and like, you know, as it was throughout history, the most fringe ideas are shot down. And there's like the mainstream ideas are whole rainbow. And I'm using that word for various reasons, obviously to reference all sorts of things. But I'm saying a reference, you know, a long rainbow of different ideas. And if we can only stop on one color and you're like, if you're not that color, if you're not that shade, you're going to reprogram you or arrest you or destroy your livelihood, destroy your ability to work. F that. I say F you. Okay. I, I Cancel culture can suck it. <laughs> that straight up from the fat mantis yo and so straight up and you know, to be honest this is an attack on strong women and i want to get into my uh strong woman rant but i think are you close bro he's almost there so i'm not i'm not going to start off why this is attack on just generally women but i will say that it, it seems very easy in terms of like canceling people for some reason it seems to be attacking women Men do like you notice that men get canceled, but like not as hard. Is that is that my imagination? No, um, I think that might be your imagination. <laughs> All right, I'll I break it down for you, son. But what what, you, what what did you discover? What did you what what has the wizard curmudgeon come up with? 
I can't find the exact tweet that most people like. Oh, you're garbage. You're garbage. You're garbage. <laughs> it's like, why, why do I partner with you? <laughs> I can't find the exact tweet the Star Wars uh, girl and uh, uh, Geeks and Gamers comes up with. So I'm not going to speak on it, but it's out there. Apparently, she had some things to say about white people that were less than savory. And if I could. I won't say it either. I won't say it either. Or what I think it is. But here's the thing whatever, if you find the tweets and you read them for yourselves, you know, ask yourself if she said something that was more abrasive than what Gina Carano alluded to. Now, in regards to men being canceled and like, you know, what what do you what, what what's the point you're making here? I want to I want to hear you. I'm sorry. I was I was knee deep in tweets, knee deep in tweets. I'm saying they destroyed Letitia Wright. They may have even prevented her from being the next Black Panther. They've now destroyed Gina Carano. Where are the cancellations, both on the other side, but also for men? trying to think who's a man that's gotten canceled men get canceled for like raping women but like who the goya ceo i mean real celebrities yo the my pillow guy the goya guy they're not real so they're just rich guys rich guys don't count it's easy to get an old rich guy canceled. oh wait you know what i don't know the the, the chap's name but there's an african oh we're talking about celebrities because this is an African American. Like real celebrities. Don't don't give me some D-lister. <laughs> no, no. Not, don't D-list me, bro. There's <laughs> an African American uh, activist. He's like a professor, I believe. Yeah, look at him. He's struggling for names. He cannot actually recall people who are canceled. I'll give you an example. Even when a male almost gets canceled, they shut it down very often. It's 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 interesting, and so if I if I can for a moment, they attempted to cancel Joe, but they he didn't let it happen, and then that didn't happen. He's fine. His career's fine. You know what? You, now that I think about it, comment in the, the comment section below this video. If this, yeah, please, please let me know of any males. What's your point? What, what what point are you trying to make right now? I think that they hate strong women. <laughs> And I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna get yo they hate strong women now those of you who know the mantis I love strong women I love women who put me in my place who tell me to shut the hell up <laughs> and and whatever and so that's my own kink and that's that's my own thing but what I'm saying is for a man who appreciates women and strong women I'm gonna say this they pretend to love strong women 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 pretend to want strong women you see all these girls who are fangirling over captain marvel and brie larson and they're like look at how strong this chick is and meanwhile she's a 98 pound little loser who's pretending to be tough yeah 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 yeah, but the truth is you know what a, a strong woman is gina carano is a strong woman she is she and you know what strong women don't do they don't apologize for stupid reasons they don't put up with twitter mods or being bullied or told what to do and they don't back down and that's all the qualities that gina carano has and i bet you if you look on youtube or if you look on twitter it is women who are the hardest on them and women who other women who aren't don't have their back or should i say misogynists who are aiding their fall it is they have an issue with strong women period no no that's i I would agree with that statement because you're talking about a, t a different type of strong woman, right? So it's one thing to be abrasive. It's one thing to be a loud mouth. It's another thing to be someone that's who's who's trained themselves to be sure of themselves, who's gone through the fire and they understand what who they are on the other side of it, right? And people are intimidated by those type of people. When we had Light Burley on, uh, on Talking With a Dad, right? He's a real fighter. 
He's a man right. fought, who's fought before. And you often and a lot of people misunderstand him. Am I right? Yeah, because he's a real fighter. Yeah, and here's the thing. But also, misunderstanding typically comes from fear. I've noticed. Now, this is your uncle Kamajin just making a broad general general statement. But I've noticed when people are confronted by someone that intimidates them, they say a bunch of things about this person. When in actuality, what you should be saying is, "I'm intimidated." I'm intimidated by this person. This person makes me uncomfortable because of my own inherent fear of them. Not because they're actually doing anything. Well said. That is well said. And not because they're actually doing anything. This is the situation we have with Joe Rogan. It's like if we're going to – and I, I'm huge on this, right? If we're going to judge someone, judge someone by what they actually said and the point they were actually making, not in how you took it. When Joe Rogan made that point about Phelan Fox – the transgender woman who competed with biological women in MMA, he made a very valid point. Someone that was once a biological male should not be allowed to compete and combat, combat sports facts with a biological woman. Facts. That is not a hate statement. That is a truth statement. And the problem is, instead of examining this for what it was, people reacted in their emotions. Right? They reacted in their emotions. The same way that they react to Gina Carano. So if she chooses not to put pronouns on her Twitter, that's her choice. Now, remember, she is dealing in a public space like Twitter. So you got to accept everything that comes with that. She's not a victim, right? So much as people are doing what they do in these spaces. I am telling you right now. That if James Gunn is back, right, and it's amazing because I don't know where these standards are. I don't know where the lines are. The things he said about children. About children. About molesting children. About killing children. About dead baby jokes. Right. And a ton of them. like a, Not just one or two. Like a ton. Right. And he's back at Disney. Right. Yes, so, and they did the smokescreen fake fire. They fired him, and then they're like, "We'll hire him after people forget." And actually, what so we- even he wasn't canceled. Is my point? A male, boom. No, not canceled. Uh, Gina Carano has most certainly been let go. Now the question becomes: Do they bring her back eventually? Probably not. Probably not. And this is the implicit bias that most women are talking about in the treatment of women. But the treatment of women by other women is just as horrible. And that's a fact. <laughs> like, that's a fact. Yeah. You know, Go for it. If I could say so, um, for those of who you, who like image or like independent comic books, Kelly Sudaconic, legendary female writer, writes a book called Bitch Planet. Nah. Now, the art isn't very good. It's kind of hard to deal with because of like the crude art. But it's a, um, it's a story in the future where women who are... NC, they get tattooed, they get a brand NC on them, which means non-compliant. They get sent to a woman's prison planet where they get re-educated. And it's about some women who want to break out of this situation. And so what I'm saying is, Gina Carano is NC. She's being punished for being a non-compliant woman. While the people who cancel her, the haters, are very compliant women. You're not strong women. You're fakers. Again, I'm just judging her by what she said. 
Yeah, I'm just judging. The- but you all, you admitted earlier that you wouldn't fire her, correct? No, I would not. I wouldn't have fired her over this. I, I wouldn't because it's not. I would have made her apologize certainly, but I wouldn't have made. I wouldn't. I would not have fired her. Fairly sure, I would have made her apologize. I'd have been like, "This is your mess to deal with, right? So whatever right. you and your publicist decide to do, that's entirely up to you. If this does, in fact, start to, I, I mean, I would have shown more backbone than Disney did, which is I would make a public statement. On the behalf, but Disney is led by another weak woman that is Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, so don't even get me started on that. And not Disney, but I'm sorry, Lucasfilm, who was technically the firer. Yes, Lucasfilm. Um, but I'm sure the call came down from on high, like, <laughs> get her out of here. I wonder if Bob Iger really was like, fire her, or did he say, Kathleen, it's up to you? Who knows? And who knows how the actual conversation actually went? But here's the thing, man, like, I if it was me and I'm the head of Lucasfilm. I released a public statement like, hey, we employ a variety of different people with a wide view of political views. Ms. Carano is allowed to express her views as long as it doesn't, you know, tread the line of actual hate speech. But to- Right, which it didn't. So to do that, we have to define what actual hate speech is and does this meet that criteria. It's erroneous. It's, you know, it's it's most certainly idiotic, right? Can, I get the parallel she's trying to draw. Again, this is probably more table talk than I would have made public. But that does make her braver than myself, right? She said something that a lot of conservatives are thinking. I wouldn't have fired her over it. You know, so you ready to hear conspiracy talk? Go for it. So there's a conspiracy theory out there. Supposedly, once again, this is based on people who who can't admit who their sources are. Can't stand that. Particular in the news, but particularly in entertainment news, there's a lot of that. They're like, I can't tell you who said it, but Toby McGuire is gonna star in a remake of E.T. or some 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 ridiculous, right? So supposedly, a leaker and then multiple leakers were saying that. They claim that she was in talks with AON. What's AON? One America Network. Oh. oh. And so, what did I say? AON. I think. <laughs> Yo, um, <laughs> we'll pl- listeners of <laughs> Fanboy Modeling School, a million apologies. No, I could have got that wrong, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. A thousand apologies. One American Network. O-A-N. I'm sorry, guys. I should know that because one of my major crushes, uh, Kara McKinney, is on there. I love that chick. I love her. Goodness, you're a psychopath. But go ahead. She was in major talks with with (laughs) O-A-N. Yes. So she was in talks with them, and supposedly, like, after talks with them, she did this tweet. And, like, the conspiracy theory is she wanted to be fired because she's going to get, like, a job, uh, you know, being a pundit or something of dude holy smokes the i i am literally starting to feel like i'm one of the last sane people on earth people please 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 stop taking your your cues from scoopers and all right nothing's fact until it's completely washed out exactly why would she trade a job being an actress for being a correspondent on journalism? On a sh- on a network that is literally above, just a step above the public broadcasting. Like you, you. <laughs> you you heard it here for first, folks. CBS or not CBS? PBS. PBS. That's above public broadcasting. Hey, 
Way better standings than OAN, man. I'm talking about what's that? <laughs> what is, like community network television? You know where the, like the weird stuff comes on at two in the morning. Here's oh, I re- I know it, man. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Uh, I know. I so my every town in Westchester has their own, and I lived near the Pleasantville one. <laughs> And, and so, like, where they film the stuff or where, where they organize it or whatever, and it's not—it's worse than YouTube. YouTube is more sophisticated than the stuff that comes on this local channel. Oh, YouTube is responsible for a lot of careers uh, spiraling down. And there, oh, I know a guy that just got canceled. It's the guy that's going who was sending all the text messages about wanting to strangle and uh, rape women, two women, uh, allegedly. Army Hammer. Okay, yes, he got—he got, that man is done for. <laughs> Yo, he is freaking done for. Yo, <laughs> wait, but yeah, and his talent agency dropped him too, just like Gina. It's a wrap. Oh, her. I didn't know her talent agency dropped her too. Uh, yo, so yo, here are the events, bro. Here are the events. Take, take. She tweets it in the morning. Yeah, and then like a couple hours later, um, Dis- You know, somebody asked Disney like their thoughts, and they say she's not currently employed. Gina Car- Carano is not currently employed by um, Lucasfilm. And we do not have any plans for her to be in any future series or, or productions. And then we're like two hours after that, she her talent agency drops her. An hour or two after that, Pedro Pascal unfollows her, which is so stupid and childish. But however, Twitter was a blast about it. They kept going on it. Like at schoolyard gossip, they're like, oh, snap, Mandalorian stopped following her. <laughs> oh my god it went over and then by by probably midnight there were all these rumors about what's happening did she do it on purpose yada 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 dude but here's the thing it doesn't make sense for, for her to do that i will say this man um would i have fired her based off of the tweet i read no would i tell her like hey if this shit storm comes towards our business in any way shape or form you're gonna have to do something about it and then maybe then but not right off the bat, man. Especially like, so that was the first, ladies and gentlemen, that was the first time I've read the tweet in its entirety. I've just been listening to what other people have said. Right, same. Other people were saying and how they were reacting to it from both sides of the spectrum. Based off of that tweet, that's not the, the that's not even close to some of the stuff I've heard. But I'm not going to use the straw man argument. She's in breach, dude. That's, that's the thing that sucks here. It's the, they, when they came up with the term, you hate to see it. This is what they're talking about. Yes, absolutely. I support her being able to say whatever she wants to say. I cannot support her thinking that there aren't going to be any consequences. Now, before we start throwing the word persecuted around, please go look up what it means to be persecuted and ask yourself, does this fit the bill? Wrongfully fired? Maybe. (laughs) That's as far as I would go for it. Persecuted? I would not say so. I think that people in America have not experienced a real... And for all you conservatives crying, listen, you don't know what persecution is. That's the problem here. That, yeah. That's the reaction. You Wait, hold on. I have some breaking news right now. Oh, boy. I'm literally sitting in front of Twitter, and I see what Doomcock said. Who's Doomcock? <laughs> you don't know Doomcock? Who is Doomcock? Doomcock is the guy who created the. He spins a lot of false narratives, but his his channel, his YouTube channel, is insanely fun. He has this crazy like robot head and a cloak, 
and he 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 literally looks like he's a Power Ranger character. Yeah, he's been on uh, that show with that girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and he he claim he actually claims that he's the one who started the and keeps going with uh, Disney. Disney's going to reboot the sequel trilogy, and so he says five hours ago, as of five hours ago. Sources say Gina Carano's fate is in flux and evolving rapidly as Disney panics over fan backlash at her firing. Is Disney preparing to bend the knee? Here's what I've been told and why she was fired and why they may be walking that back. I don't buy it for a second. Not for a second. But anything's possible. I meant it's it's idiotic, man. Like, the, bro, bro, just think about this for a second. In Ethiopia... Right now, someone's legitimately being politically persecuted. Like real, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yo, although go for it. Although, if you've ever studied the American Revolution, yes, you know they will actually say that out of all the revolutions, um, the American Revolution was done for like is is considered some of the least egregious offenses yeah out of any revolution like the bolshevik revolution or the iranian revolution these people were being murdered strung up killed their children are taken away from them in america we had like taxed tea yeah and we started killing people i don't know if i'd use the word we (laughs) 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 i'm an american yeah for sure but i'm not sure in that context i would say we oui. <laughs> and, and, and for all of those who who don't know, just uh, just similar to the earlier thing, uh, Steve said, um, "Yes, I am lighter skinned than Steve." So. <laughs> that has that statement had nothing to do with you. Here, I'm, I'm just telling you this right now. All right, let's get back to the industry talk right here. Gina Carano is going to be fine, folks. Let your uncle Kamajit tell you exactly what's going to happen. I'm telling you, the conservative tour starts now because there's money in them conservative hills. Right, you get your Fox. Well, I don't know. Fox News is not doing so well in that demographic anymore. Like they are, they're struggling. They're struggling. They're dem- here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying. O O A N O A N is likely to take them over because what it is is they were appealing to the Trump people. Newsmax. And now that the Trump people don't like them, they're moving to O A N. Newsmax. They're going. Oh, Newsmax is struggling too because they uh they mistreated the poor pillow guy. Did you see that interview when he was on Newsmax? Wait, they mistreated the pillow guy? Yeah. Well, that's the way people are perceiving it. So essentially, the pillow guy, the uh, the my pillow guy, goes. Yeah, the, I know that <laughs> this guy Trump's best friend. Yo, he yo, you heard he he financed a three hour documentary about why the election was stolen. Uh, doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me, man. Um, so this guy go the that guy with the pillows goes on Newsmax, and they're basically you know he goes into his normal rant about a widespread election fraud, and the, one of the Newsmax anchors starts reading the prepared uh, response to that, like you know we're not legally saying blah 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 blah, and he's reading it over the pillow guy talking. And it is crazy because this poor female anchor is sitting there and she's just kind of... That's awkward. That is awkward. They're like so loud. And then at one point, the entire thing came to a head and the male anchor got up and walked away. Like literally on air, got up and walked away. He was like, all right, can we go to break or something? Like he said something like that and just got up and walked away. And this is what I'm saying to you folks. This whole thing is getting silly. But there's money in these hills. Pay very close attention. We're too low on the algorithm to really benefit from this. And we're talking about it too late. 
any conservative talking head on YouTube that's trying to capitalize this, I'm not entirely convinced that they care about Gina Carano. But if you care about Gina Carano, you should go support her, right? You should definitely sign a petition to get her reinstated to Disney. Just like or yo, gun was. I don't want her working with those libtards. <laughs> I said it. I do not want her in dangerous areas with these libtards. I would love to see Cara June be. And you heard that. I, I, we probably didn't bring this up. She, what? That's not her name anymore. It's, what? It's just Gina Carano. But what did I say? You said Cara Dune. You psychopath. <laughs> because I'm referring to her character as Cara Dune. Look. <laughs> here's the deal. We don't want Cardoon or or Gina Carano or whoever these chicks are to be exposed to these lunatics. Women, you can't say chicks anymore. <laughs> Just because I don't have a license doesn't mean I can't drive up there and kick your ass. <laughs> Listen, man. Look, I think Car I think Gina Carano's character. All right, maybe her acting's not the best, but she's always been amazing in every action. She's beautiful. She's awesome. I love her. Hold on for a sec. She's been amazing in every action movie I've ever seen, man. Uh, Haywire, which is I've never watched it through and through. I've watched all the fight scenes, and I was. I'm gonna watch it tonight when we get off. It's uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I watched it, and, and like I thought the fight scenes were amazing. I was looking forward to what they were going to do with her character. Like, I was looking for They were putting a real plot. They had laid down some plot for her. But pivoting from that, Gina Carano was wrongfully fired, but she said some stupid stuff, and there are consequences for her saying stupid things without thinking it through, but she had a right to say those things, and comparatively, those things that she said were not the worst things I've heard anyone say. I challenge you, go read the tweet, and you tell me if that's the worst, the most offensive thing you've heard. So we've... We've got to move on to um, the other situations that all of this has created. Pedro Pascal, I hate you. <laughs> so you know, you know, within hours of it, Pedro Pascal unfriends her. Like he, un he's like, I'm not your friend on the internet anymore, and it becomes this whole thing. But then, within hours after that, late, late that night, he admits that he has been cast. In the lead role in the adaptation of The Last of Us on HBO. Did he admit it? The, the, the rival. Break. Um, I think they decided to release it because there was already Mandalorian yeah, stuff going on. Stuff going on. So they're like, this is good to release it right now. Um, so, you know, and there are a lot of people, certain people, who would say that that would mean that... Um, He's leaving Mando. That both her and him and her are leaving Mando, and Mando's just gonna be like on the wayside or just garbage. And I'm here to defunct that nonsense. So here's the thing, man. Right, we gotta look at the timeline on all this stuff. When is The Last of Us set to start shooting? Let's just. That's what I'm saying. Because Mando's ready to shoot on in April, which is around the corner. There's no way The Last of Us is ready because they're still casting. Yeah, there's they haven't even gotten to. I mean, the you know, story's already there, but he could still technically shoot the third season of The Mandalorian. That's just a fact. 
That 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 could happen. That could, and not only that. Actually, a lot of people um, do two franchises at the same time. But the problem with this thing is, uh, so I know the. Di- so let, let's get to the root of what we're talking here about here, man. I'll take the heat. The heat's on me, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is, I, I can take it. <laughs> I can I can take some. Okay. I can take some YouTube drama. The heat of this is is that a certain YouTuber reported on a scoop about. Pedro Pascal potentially leaving the Mandalorian. Now, this was information that was given to this YouTuber. Let's keep everything in context and let's be fair. This information was allegedly given to this YouTuber and this YouTuber reported on this and other YouTubers. And when was this? Uh, how long ago was this? Man, this was yeah. like, what? Uh, this was at the beginning. This happened before men. It started before season two even aired a single episode. Even aired a single episode. And this scoop was that there was a huge, you know, there was a drama on the set where Pedro Pascal wanted more FaceTime without the mask on. Which, ironically enough, when I was watching season two, I was like, man, they're giving him more FaceTime. He got a lot of FaceTime. Without the, without the mask on. And that, apparently, he had gone, you know, gotten into some situation with the immediate people filming there on the set. And then took it above their heads and went to the head of Lucasfilms. I guess it's Kathleen Kennedy. Um... And then, you know, basically walked off set. And this person reported on in this scoop that at, we were going to see at some point in The Mandalorian Season 2, there was basically going to be an absence of Pedro Pascal as The Mandalorian. Like, he was just not going to be there. And it was going to be more centered around the other characters. Now, here's the problem with this whole thing, right? That never happened. <laughs> it just never happened. It didn't even happen a little bit. Yes, we got a bunch of other characters introduced, but Pedro Pascal's voice, as he's voice uh, voicing uh, the character of the Mandalorian, was in every one of these scenes with, with all of these people. And in some instances, he's actually in the body armor. So this person then starts to draw the hate from the internet. Now, I got to right. give you a wider context. This is not the first time that this certain YouTuber has... I, I'm in, And I'm giving all the license right now because if you're if you have a source that's on this i'm not responsible for this if you have (laughs) if you have a source that's on the sets and people are relaying information to you you know reporters get it wrong from their sources all the time you know not all the time but you know this this stuff has happened so this person is relying on information coming from you know peripheral what's going on the problem is they doubled down on twitter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they doubled down on Twitter, and then everyone really started coming for their neck. And, uh, yeah, so that's the situation. Why Why aren't we naming this YouTuber? Because I don't like to kick people when they're going through this type of stuff. You know, this person's an adult, uh, again, journalistic and integrity. None of us are journalists, right? Bunch of content creators. Yeah, yeah on, on, on this thing, you're not going to see any of us kick or damage any any other youtuber or streamer or podcaster yeah i'm going to do that i'm just i'm not going to do it to this person all right for particular reasons there are people well i appreciate that steve (laughs) there are people i will straight up call out because it's just like they stepped into that arena like they are in that arena and they like Like doomcock and the quartering listen i will say this about those guys if they are consistent the quartering and geeks and gamers I would say this specifically about them. If they're consistent in their view, they would absolutely have no problem and they would just refute any video I made because it's not personal. Like you say something in error and I think that it's an error, I'm going to look up the facts and I'm going to present the facts, not alternative facts. So this person, this YouTuber might 
have a point now where it's like, okay, so there's a good chance that Pedro Pascal could leave the Mandalorian. He's got this uh, another opportunity with a rival studio. Over- Wait, hold on. Can I quickly, quick, quick, quickly? T- when the YouTuber in questions like thought process didn't work out, and we kept saying because originally this thought this person said halfway through Mando's gonna leave, and and it's gonna focus on other characters. That didn't happen. Uh, she said, well, this person said, Mando. <laughs> she said, thank God I'm going to edit the shit out of this whole thing. Then they said, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, what did they say then? (laughs) Then they said that when it wasn't panning out or looking this way, they said season three will be greatly delayed or not exist. Yeah. This might be the end of it. And then John Favreau goes on, uh, was it Good Morning America? Yeah, Good Morning America. Addresses this entire thing, but let's be honest, right? He doesn't use the YouTuber's name because he's smart enough to be like, this person's an idiot. Yeah, he's like, I'm on the inside. You are receiving information from someone that might be on the inside. He addresses this entire thing and basically says, yeah, we're filming, you know, the book of Boba Fett. And then we're going right into production on Mandalorian Season 3. This person then went on and doubled down, tripled down, basically, at this point. Said, you notice they never said that Pedro Pascal will be returning. They just said they'll be filming this Season 3. Here's the thing, man. This whole thing could shake out and be true, according to this one YouTuber, right? At this point, it's a dangerous game. Like It could turn out Pedro Pascal ditches the Mandalorian for it. But I don't think it's likely. I this person is wrong. <laughs> I think that Pedro Pascal is going to film season three of Mandalorian and, you know, then move on to the, you know, into the last of us. I think he will definitely do season three because it's, it's like we said, it's ready for April. Yeah. And like last of us, there's no way they're ready to film. You're telling me they just casted. You're going to tell me they already have sets and locations. BS, BS. So to get a contract is probably in play here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of things. So what it is is it, um it is likely this per, you know, he will definitely do season, season three. 3. I'm hoping it's not his last season, but for all we know, it'll be off season. He'll do season he'll do season 3, do the last of season 1, season 4 and like that. It'll be bracketed like that. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Even if he does leave, right, after season three, I think we got to start asking ourselves some real questions for continuity and story uh, and regarding the continuity and story of The Mandalorian. How many seasons did we expect this thing to go? Now, I'm on record of saying three to five seasons. I can't see it going any longer than that. Long gone are the days of eight seasons, 10 seasons, 12 seasons for these type of shows. I think a five-season run for The Mandalorian is good. Hell, Iron Man only got... Are you ready? Are you ready for this? What? Say it. John Favreau, and I'll say he was quoted once again, similarly as to why I knew he was going to reference the First Order. He said at the beginning, before any any episodes aired, he not only said that he's like, we're going to explore the origins of the First Order. I plan the Mandalorian going as long 
up to the beginning, like right before the Force Awakens, is what he said. So what does that mean exactly? <laughs> You're right. That could be that could be four seasons and time jumps. People are saying season three is going to be a time jump. It's very possible it could be a time jump. You know what though, man? I'm going to say this much, right? Gina Carano aside, man. Congratulations, Pedro Pascal. Right now, here's the problem with that whole thing, man. He's going to catch some shit over you know this Last of Us thing, man. It's yeah fandom is a horrible horrible story. oh people are already shitting on him on, on the internet they're like he's nothing like the character why 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 would they cast him what the hell is this and that's why they call it acting people <laughs> like yo they're shitting on a little girl have you heard this no the little girl cast is uh brianna mormont you know that's the character i'm talking about her character not a real name from game of thrones she's that little girl who is the lord lady Lord lady. What what? Remember when they go to Bear Island and they need they need more people and there's a cute little girl who's in charge? Yeah, the little bear. Yeah. Yeah, the little bear, she is the girl. And people are already shitting on her. They're like, she's not pretty enough. She doesn't look like the girl. She's not gonna she's not gonna she's not a good actor, it's kind of shit. Dude, you know what's crazy about this whole thing? Man, fan, we are we are horrible. We are horrible, and I include myself in on this. When the Last of Us two came out, I have not played it yet. I'm actually I'm gonna play it at some point because uh, I have to f- play the Last of Us one. I just don't have that type of time right now. But people just were so upset about so many different things in this game, and like, oh, it's a social justice narrative, and it's this and it's that. And I'm like, dude, the fact of the matter is, I want to interject. Well, no, do you think? Finish your thing. Yeah, you know, the fact of the matter is, art reflects the life or the experiences or. You know, just the storytelling of the people living it. Doesn't matter if you agree with it. This is the story they chose to choose, like chose to tell, man. It's you know, she turned out to be gay. Deal with it. No, that's not the main thing. Do you know what the main thing is? Oh, I know what the main thing is. They were mad about the muscle bound woman that was <laughs> No, do you know what the other main thing is? What's that? So this is a spoiler for The Last of Us Two. Oh boy. Halfway through, are you ready? Yeah. Halfway through, the muscle band lady kills the main character from one. Yeah, 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 I know. And you, you have to start playing as her. The, the thing is, is that people love that dude so much, they don't want to see their hero die, and that's valid. That's so valid. No. That's not like an SJ. That's not a misogynist. No, play. no, that that part's valid, bro. You, you're mad about the way a character came to, the, you know, came to their end? Okay, I get that. But yeah, that's I'd be not, pissed if I had to play the character who what, just murdered my let's game. Be, let's be honest, though, right? That wasn't the only reason people were pissed. People were actually pissed that there were other elements introduced to the story, and they felt like an agenda was being pushed on them. Yeah. So if you would have just said to me, I'm mad about the main character dying, I'm like, fine. But when you start talking that agenda shit, it's like, well, bro, come on, man. Like, what, what, what are you really upset about? Like, you got to deal with your shit. I got to deal with my shit. I don't, I'm not attached to this shit at all, but does that mean in this fictional context that you start attacking a young child actor? Like, does that give you license to do something? (laughs) It's the madness of the day. I think I'm talking about there's no consistency here, man. These people are fucking crazy. Make sure to like. Oh, they're super. 
Remember to like, share, and subscribe, bitches. No, but no, I, I, I get why they were mad. I said bitches, but I really love you all. You're all great people. I, I get why they were mad about the uh, that part. I actually watched that spoiler. A uh, YouTube reviewer uh, did a walkthrough of the game, and I was like, oh, man, that was brutal. But here's the thing, man. We know the show doesn't have to closely follow the game, right? Oh, man. you. Just- it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Adaptation should not. You just made a great point here, man. Oh, shit, Mantis, you're a genius, man. I hope you edit. I, I, I've been told that before. Thank you. I don't even know if you realize how genius you are, man. You just totally guided me here like Spock. He d- I'm Spock. Did you guys hear that? He actually admitted I was Spock. Instead of belittling me and telling me I'm garbage, he said I was Spock. <laughs> Here's the thing. He dies in the second game. Now, I don't know how many seasons that translates into, but the girl, essentially Pedro Pascal's time on The Last of Us is short. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Which means it leaves him open for other opportunities. I, I here's the thing, man. I, I I'm cool with it. I don't think he's leaving the Mandalorian. I'm not gonna stop watching the Mandalorian behind the Gina Carano fire. And I'm definitely if he leaves, I'm still not gonna stop watching it. You know why? Because I'm here for the story, man. I stuck around for Buffy when that shit moved to the UPN, man. Oh my god, I did too. No, you're right, you're right. And so you here's the deal. I'm staying with Mando. Right. I'm staying with Mando. Um, but however, if Gina Carano becomes an OAN girl, I will like, share, and subscribe. Now, my cable network does not cover it, so I have to subscribe online, but I'll do it for her. That's what kind of a good guy I am. I want to make sure, just in case one day we ever go on the record and someone like the quartering... Or uh, Geese and Gamers picks up this clip. I can also respond with this clip that I'm creating right now. I am not for pushing narratives on people and inserting them in places where they don't belong. But it's different to insert a narrative versus an organic story, right? If you're trying to push some agenda and that makes the story bad, you're fucked up for that one. Right, but if you're just telling a story and the character just happens to be black, or that's not the central focus, or if the story centers around someone being black, that's a different type of story. Like Judas and the Black Messiah, clearly this story is about the black experience in America, you know, regarding this context. But it, even if you disagree with all that shit, does that give you the right, you and the rest of us as fans, to shit on a little girl? For a part that she was casted for. Right? And if that's not what you're doing, then that's not what you're doing. But if it is, does that give you the right to do it? Right? Just because you hate strong women, does that give you the right to shit on Gina Carano? No! <laughs> it doesn't, dude. Right. That's the problem with. I'm getting real dark. I told you I was, I was fired up. <laughs> I told you I was fired up here, man. Like, honestly, I could think of three movies I would rather see Pedro Pascal in. And hope for his career to be better, man. But well, well how many how many parts are uh, is he gonna do where he's babysitting children, dude? That's it's all the rage now, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They keep play, replaying this over and over again. It's such a drag. It's like a tough guy who's like, I'm a killer. Oh no, I found a child, and I'm in a post-apocalyptic world. What shall I do, dude? Here's the thing, man. I hope this, you know, this has got a hit for HBO Max. HBO Max is in a situation like, uh, like none I've, I haven't seen in quite some time with a network. 
Kong versus Godzilla needs to hit. Freaking Zack Snyder, uh, Snyder Cut needs to hit. Everything needs to hit because they need to get their subscriber count out. Now, The Last of Us is not an HBO Max exclusive. It's on HBO. It's going to be HBO original show. That means if you have only HBO, your cable network, you're going to see it every Thursday or Friday whenever they choose to air it. Right. Right. It'll be, you know, you can catch, do the replay on HBO Max. But this needs to hit, man. And The Last of Us is a good story. The first game apparently is an amazing story. Wait, you haven't played any of the first game? No, man. I'm not a nerd. (laughs) <laughs> he went you literally had a gaming channel he had a gaming channel people i didn't imagine this or did i no the last of us is not my type of game man like i've tried to play days gone which i think also has a compelling story but i'm like this is too slow i don't have enough time in my day for this type of stuff right right you know but what do you think what do you think man what do you what do you first of all we, we got really dark here we probably depressed anyone that's still listening thank you for sticking around this long they probably stayed because they know Gina Carano is a queen. Here's the thing, man. But second queen to Cara McKinney from OAN. <laughs> what do you think about the casting of Pedro Pascal in Last of Us? So the main thing I'm I, I'm troubled with is if this actually leads to him leaving Mando, I will lose my mind. And I do not want Mando to become about Bo-Katan. Bo-Ka- Someone's like, Bo-Katan can take over. Bo-Katan is fun chick. I don't want her. She's not a lead. She's not going to replace him. He needs to get reunite with Baby Yoda. What is this nonsense? I'm sure we'll get that. I want to make some predictions, man. What do you think is going to happen in season three, man? Because now let's think about it. if his if his time is short in Mandalorian, this could lead to some really good storytelling. The problem I'm I'm worried about is like he is now has this conflict with Bo-Katan. I don't want to see him lose. He should win. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, so yeah, man. Listen, if he loses based off of this stuff, I'm still not going to stop watching because, like I said, I watch Buff. It depends how they do it. I watched Buffy when it went to UPN. I've lost every right to jump ship on any show based off of that. I will say season six of Buffy was a little hard. <laughs> you know, with the with the wizards, with the three wizards who don't really aren't real wizards, they're high school kids playing with games, playing with books. And I was like, you can't even come up with like an actual threatening villain. <laughs> And then they turn on each other, and one of them is like dead and haunting. Oh, that's not, it's not really him. It's the, uh, oh man, I'm just thinking about how bad those last two seasons were. Yeah, the last two seasons were horrible. I honestly, Buffy dies at the end of season five. That would be a great way to end it. That was the end, remember? And that's going to probably lead us into our next topic because she also had issue with Josh Whedon. Oh, Josh Whedon. Should we get into Josh Whedon? Oh, uh, let's just wrap it up on this Pedro Pascal thing. So, me and Mantis are going to make our predictions, much like uh, fight predictions. I'm predicting that Pedro Pascal finishes at least season four of The Mandalorian. I, I think he sticks oh, it out oh. to the end. Okay. I agree with you because I'm a hopeful guy. <laughs> like, I honestly, I like I want him to. I want. Here's what it is. I want the, the person who said, oh, he can't do both. I want him to rub dirt in their face. And I want him to just play his role. And, yo, Mandalorian, it's going seven or eight seasons. That's my prediction, and he's going to be on all of them. I think the Mandalorian season three would have ended just well if it wasn't another, if it wasn't Luke Skywalker and it was another Jedi. That's right. I said it out loud. 
Luke was just a prop that they brought in to appease a bunch of angry people. And it was amazing. And I was happy because I was one of those angry people. I'm going to say, in a non-gay way, I was very hard. <laughs> That's definitely getting beeped out, folks. <laughs> Dude, so let's talk about your boy. Your boy, Josh. Boy, my boy, my boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just because I grew up, you grew up with him. You loved Buffy, too. Listen, I loved Buffy. I love Angel. I did not watch Firefly, a.k.a. Serenity, when it was on air, but I did catch the movie, and I heard your stream tonight on uh, Rogue Planet every Thursday at 8 p.m. over on Spoon, and I heard what you said about the film. I actually liked the film. I, I thought it was actually a lot of fun. Firefly? Yeah, I thought Firefly was a lot of fun. It was all right. It was all right. It was, it was yeah, I mean, I saw it when Blockbuster was still around, so it's not like I paid to see it in the theater, but... So here, here's the thing about Whedon. He took advantage, and he didn't know this, but he was taking advantage of us guys who, and women too, who didn't have access to better superhero genre. Oh, it was a dark, dark time when Roy and I were... There was almost nothing going on, and so even his Buffy, his Angel, it looks so sophisticated to us. It never looks sophisticated. What it was was this. <laughs> <laughs> what it was, it was the perfect timing. The WB, which was an actual channel now known as the CW, uh, had just come around, and they were making their stake as the moody, brooding teenagers channel. And Buffy came along, and that first season of Buffy, if you made it through that, you earned the right to continue watching the show because it was rough. It was one long pilot. Yeah. The first season yeah. was one long pilot. Yo, by the way, you know the origin of WB into CW, right? Yeah, it was an, it was another station before it became the WB. It's CBS. The C is for CBS. Huh? Is it? So here's what it was. Here's what it was. They were failing. WB was failing, and they were like, we're going to fall apart. And CBS, as in Channel 2 in New York... CBS was like, we'll, we'll throw in money to keep your channel alive. And they're like, all right, so the W is for WB and the C is for CBS. And then he joined. Yeah. Dude, you remember the WB's lineup was insane back in the day. Folks, get ready for a trip down memory lane. We're going to get very old. We're going to appear old to you and pathetic. And you're going to want to you wanna come to me and push me over in my walker. Yeah, I'm not going to do this for very long, but back in the day, there was uh, Dawson's Creek, Angel, Buffy, uh, Felicity. All brilliant. All brilliant. All on the WB, right? Felicity was on yeah. the WB as well. And these were yeah. like primetime shows and people, I mean, people were tuning in, folks. Like, I don't have any numbers in front of me. And if you hit me with a number that says the ratings weren't that great, I wouldn't be surprised. People talked about it. You're right. It was the all the rave. It was all the rave to watch WB. It was the new network. Yeah, and it be like it was literally real. Well, I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. That was Mantis and another friend of mine. They filled me in on it. You guys followed that show pretty much to its conclusion, right? Yeah, that show is amazing. You don't understand. <laughs> and so, uh, shout out to Archie. It's no Riverdale, but it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You guys loved it. I was like, man, I just I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> Buffy and Angel, particularly. I think what Josh Whedon captured there was the storytelling was better than the visual and you were right about that in your stream tonight all about stories it was all about the stories man and it was all about like universe building and then remember this was like at a time where you know you had spinoffs from other shows this was not uncommon but these spinoffs directly addressed each other 
in a way that we hadn't seen that wasn't in a, like a crime drama or something like that. So when Angel left Buffy and started, you know, the, the actual Angel show. Angel is my real jam. That is actually absolutely 100% way superior than Buffy. But here's the thing. The crossover was so deep that even when Buffy went to the UPN, they still worked it out contractually to allow Angel to come back from the WB onto UPN, which was yeah. a big deal. It was the and it was so weird that yeah, Angel was on WB, but but Buffy was not. Yeah, yeah. And so, all right, so this is the end of the trip down memory lane. So. Season five, as I think it was, uh, as Mantis alluded to, Buffy died abruptly. It seemed like it was leading up to it, but it still seemed abrupt. Like it was this whole thing. She got a little sister. The little sister turned out to remember her. Basically, the way they work it out is her little sister could die or she could die. And she chose to dive into what looked to be like a fire field. Like she jumps down to sacrifice. Yeah, and, and basically you needed to have blood, like the same blood. So they had determined that Buffy has the same blood as the sister. And the reason this is is because the sister was some non-corporeal being that was really a key that was turned into a human. You had to be there, folks. You had to be there to fully understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it, but it was fun. It was abrupt. And I remember me. I remember Roy and I, I was like, man, well, that was weird, right? I'm like, I remember when I finally called up to you guys at the Haven. I was like, that was, that was weird, right? Like, is that the end? And I was like, why did that happen? But Sarah Miguel, uh, what, how do you how do you say the, the broad? Oh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller wanted out of the show, and there were rumblings that she was having issues with the production company, and there were rumblings she was having issues with the WB. And then we fast forward to Angel. Uh. Everyone was in love with one woman that was on the show, Angel. What's her name, Roy? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, on the show, her name was Fred. Um, what's the actress's name? Amy, Amy. Fred, dude. I'm talking about the one that came from Buffy on to. Oh, uh, um, Charisma Carpenter. Uh, Cordelia. Cordelia. Charisma Carpenter. Everyone was in love with this woman. Like everyone, everyone was in love with her. She made a transition. Oh my god! When she first appeared, I was like, I fell in love with her legs, really. But then her eyes, <laughs> and then her but brain. then her face, <laughs> but then her brain. And th Let's just say, here's what I'm saying. She was more. Here's what I'm saying. She was more. She was more hot. You know, quote unquote, hotter than Buffy. I'm sorry, Sarah Michelle. You're a sweet girl, but you're not as hot as Charisma Carpenter. It's true. She definitely was a scene stiller. But she came over to Angel, and like she started getting depth to her character. But then, late in the series, they killed her off, essentially. They they turned her into a vegetable, and I could not figure out why. So he Now that... Go ahead. Do you remember she vanished? Yeah! That's what I'm talking about, bro. She got pregnant with some... She got pregnant with the evil, you know, the demon baby... And then, so then suddenly she enters a coma. And then one day, Angel goes to visit her at the hospital. And she's just not there for some reason. Yeah, they took her. And they find And so basically, there was very little explanation. We we're all scratching our heads and we're like, maybe season five will explain it. <laughs> you don't really get an explanation for it until the last season of Angel. And she comes back to make like one last cameo. But it turns out, you know, a decade later, we find out why this happened. Wait, hold on, but you do realize what happened in that episode, right? Yeah. It, uh, bro, do you need me to recount it? I, I know what happened. 
So basically, here's what happens. So Angel is now working at his arch rivals. Uh, wait, wait, wait on. I'm saying the big scheme shit. What do you mean the big scheme shit? What obviously, what big scheme shit? Because I, it's like a, yo, it's like a holiday special, man. She's actually dead, and her spirit is visiting. You cut me off before I could build her. You psycho. Oh, you were trying to build to it? I don't know what. No, they don't need build. Yo, you guys don't need build. I trust our fans. <laughs> I'm just saying they did this kind of like Christmas special where like she comes and helps him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Cordy, I love you. You're great. And it turns out she's been dead the whole time. She's a ghost. She's a Christmas ghost. She's a Christmas ghost. Very Sixth Sense. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, Sixth Sense. That was very popular at the time, too. The 90s, right? <laughs> yeah, but so essentially now we know why her, her transition off the show was so abrupt. Uh, why don't you tell the people what happened, Roy? So, you know, Josh Whedon has been, you know, he was marred with several harassment attacks or, or complaints. And let me let it be known. It's not sexual harassment. It's just being a hostile work environment is where it would fall. And so this is from Ray Fisher on Justice League. And since that opened up, Josh Whedon has, was kicked off of his current show, The Nevers. That's for HBO. Because the investigation showed that he was harassing or not sexually harassing, but being a prick to everyone on, the, on, on there. And so then... Recently, Charisma Carpenter, who, who 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 we played Cordelia, turns out reveals she was harassed, humiliated, called fat when she was pregnant in front of other people, he, constantly threatened to be fired, had to compete for her job against the uh, the lead actress Buffy, and was just yelled at constantly from Josh Whedon. You know what's absolutely insane? She also claims that there was a religious... Yes, because he didn't... You know, Josh Whedon... Well, we're not going to get into what he is, but he had a problem with, apparently, Catholics, according to her. Mm -hmm. Why? Why Why can't we get into what he was? What What, what was he? What's, what, was he a Satan worshiper or something? Like well, I don't want to go down the way of Gina Carano. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's just say he didn't respect uh, so, Catholics. <laughs> so here's the thing, man. Like, so the Ray Fisher thing kicks it off, right? So we've all been trying to figure out, not I, but we've all been trying to figure out the whole Ray Fisher, aka Cyborg from Justice League and his issue with Justice League and his treatment. And then he says that a lot of treatment, mistreatment came from Josh Whedon when Josh Whedon came on, specifically. And then there was an investigation, and uh, apparently there was some wrongdoing found on Josh Whedon's part and how he treated people. A lot of people thought maybe that was just some oversensitivity thing. And then, as uh, Manta said on uh, Rogue Planet tonight, you know, Josh Whedon's wife uh, released a letter that he had actually before that she had said something in a tweet like, yeah, horrible things have happened. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, folks. I know, which I shouldn't do. Go look up her tweet yourself. But she alluded to that he had done some horrible things. All right? And then... As you said on your show tonight, uh, you know she releases the the letter, which validates that he's kind of a scumbag and had done some scummy things. And then Charisma basically completely validates everything that uh, Fisher is saying by saying like my experience with him was horrible. David Boreanaz, uh, who was the the star of Angel and also co-starring uh, in Buffy, and he was the co-star for all you Buffy stands. Don't you know it wasn't 
any of those other losers. <laughs> People tuned in for their little love affair. Uh, he hasn't spoken out about this, but it's crazy to think that Josh Whedon's... You know who did? Spiked it. Yes, he did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, in a podcast, he pointed out that he was like... He said that like he, um, as he got more popular, Whedon used to pull him in the office and yell at him. And because he wanted him dead. He wanted him out of the thing. Because it was all about like Angel, Angel and Buffy. And he was like, it's your fucking... You know, pardon my French. Although I've cursed 10 times this, this episode. He's like, it's your fault. Blah, blah, blah. And he would yell at him like all weird. And yo, um, you know, the actor would say, he, you know, in the podcast we were talking, he was like, I would stand there and not know why he was yelling at me. It would take me a couple of minutes before I understood what he was talking about. Dude. You know it's crazy to think about that, man. Josh Whedon has a huge impact on all of us when we were younger. His writing style. So for me personally, it was Josh Whedon and Kevin Smith, man. These were guys that were like, man, they're just they're writing about something that's they're writing for us, for our generation, writing for me. And to think that Josh Whedon, and again, it's not sexual, but he's, you know he's a prick, man, and he's like beating. Allegedly beating people down. This is horrible. But I'm so happy he'll never make another Avengers movie ever. Because he didn't beat anyone down worse than he beat me down with Age of Ultron. I'm the real victim. <laughs> Here. Let me tell you about my day. I went to go see Age of Ultron. It came out on my birthday, bro. <laughs> I went to go see it by myself. And I was absolutely miserable when I left the theater, man. <laughs> Man, I wish you were here, man. We all went together, man. <laughs> so you guys were all miserable together. Did you guys do that thing where you pretended like you liked it and tried to make each other convince each other that you liked it? Yes, we did. We did. Um, actually, the most memorable part, and this is gonna make me seem like a real d bag for everyone listening, is we decided to get the earliest showing on Friday, earliest. And so we're trying to organize everyone. We got Nakai, we got Suli, we got everyone. And of course, you know, at that time, there was no way we were going to the movies without drinking, without a bottle, a flask, right? <laughs> and so we go to the local, you know, we were, on, we, were, we were going to Lowe's 84th. And so we stop at a liquor store on like 86th or 87th between the avenues, one we have never been to. There was a Spanish guy working the you know the counter, and so I say, "I'm ready." And yo, okay, guys, yo, yo, um, trigger warning for anyone who is rich, or Caucasian, or wealthy. And so she, yo, this oh, oh, so this white woman comes up, and she's clearly a rich woman, and she puts her thing down. She looks at him. He stops serving me, walks down the counter, goes helps her, and brings her up. And yo, we're it's like ten in the morning, and he comes back, and I go, "What was that?" And he's like, "What?" And I go, "Yo, you let that woman just skip me. You were in the middle of helping me. He's like, you weren't ready." I was like, "I was standing right here. What are you talking?" And I became that customer. I became that customer everyone hates and fears and whatever. And yo, it got to the point, and you know, like when Suli's telling you to calm down, you have overstepped your bounds. Sully's so like, yo, bro, calm down. I was like, no. Daily, he let this chick skip me. This is no good. And I started flipping out. And he's like, let's we're trying to make a movie. Let's just make the movie. Get your liquor and let's go. And it's true. When I walked out, I felt like a d I 
You felt you look you were that crazy booze hound early in the morning screaming because you didn't ten in the morning demanding I be served, <laughs> and I should have just you let it go. But um, no, no, I, never. But you know what? I needed that alcohol because it was Age of Ultra, <laughs> dude. Uh, that's entirely appropriate, man. Listen, Josh Whedon will be. It's the like I psychically knew. Josh Whedon was secondly, uh, secondly, he would be the second man to be successfully canceled. If you can think of more men that were actually canceled, please, please let us know in the comments. But yeah, his career looks like it's done, man. But the question becomes, does he deserve to be canceled? In this instance, I don't think it's canceling. I think that if you were mistreating people on your set and screaming at people, there's a comeuppance for this, man. I believe this about retail, and I believe this about every job. I think there are supervisors who get propped up for so long and they're allowed to be dysfunctional because they're getting results, but eventually that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. So if you hit me without any of that overly, don't be overly sensitive shit, that's easy to say until you're in that circumstance. Who knows what he was saying to Ray Fisher? Who knows what he said to Charisma? So here, what I had heard from somebody is they said, this is what happens when you get nerds who have no social skills. To be a producer, which requires social skills. You have to deal with people all the time, but you, they don't know them, and they they want it the way they want it. There's, like, yo, they're, you know, we're just compl- I was complaining about Star Wars fan pages, and you were complaining about people who own discards who, discords who are crazy. Those nerds, imagine making them producers, and they have to deal with people every day. It's horrible. It's horrible. But here's the thing, man. You can't get away with this stuff forever, right? You cannot get away with verbally abusing people. Now, on the other side of it, yes, I know we're dealing with Hollywood types. And who knows? Maybe there was some oversensitivity oversensitivity on the part of Ray Fisher. But you don't know that for sure. Actors are very soft. But, you know, his career is over. Gina Carano is the only tough actress. <laughs> it's Actor. true. Uh, Mantis is... Thoroughly in love with Gina Carano. <laughs> I'm saying I don't throw the word queen around. Did you follow her fighting career at all? Like when she was in Strike Force and stuff? When she was- that was mad years ago. <laughs> she was also American Gladiator for a while. Oh, poor girl. <laughs> she lost to Chris Cyborg and... Uh- Yo, losing to Chris Cyborg is not nothing to complain about. No, it's nothing. It's nothing to be, to be mad about. But she got brutally whooped in that one. And then, for, I mean, I understand it's Chris Cyborg. It's Chris Cyborg. Uh, Amanda Nunez certainly destroyed that. <laughs> Amanda Nunez, like, I know it's Chris Cyborg, and I'm gonna knock her out. <laughs> well, yo, I'm saying, like I said, Holly Holm is my favorite. Um, Amanda Nunez is another one I love, and Gene is my girl. You know who's not on there? Ronda Rousey. You're a blonde devil. That's right. You know what's crazy is Ronda Rousey never caught any... Like, she caught slack, but now she got out just in time because she was on her way to being canceled if she was still around in this culture. So right before, I believe it was the Holly Holmes fight, they're doing a presser in Australia. She pointed out that she was a Nazi? No. Um, (laughs) Someone asked a question about women's soccer players not getting paid as much as the men. To Ronda Rousey. Now, remember, this is Ronda Rousey at the height of her fame. But people, right. are, people are starting to dislike her a little bit. But she's still the most famous MMA, not woman's MMA athlete, MMA athlete. MMA in general, yeah. Period. You cannot debate it. 
before Connor, there was Ronda, and she was pulling in numbers. Brock Lesnar had the highest pay-per-view, but Ronda was the one that was, she was like a breakout crossover star. Yeah, she was a mainstream star, and not, here's what it is, there's a lot of stars in MMA, a bunch of people, like people are like, Khabib, people who know about MMA know about Khabib, an average person doesn't, if you go, to, if you ask someone on the street, you know Khabib, they don't know him. You know Conor McGregor, of course they freak. Yeah, do. of course they know him. They know they know Khabib as the guy who beat Conor McGregor. Now, uh, but here's the thing: so she's up on stage, right? And they- no, but they don't. I'm saying the average person, if someone doesn't know MMA, they don't know that. They probably can't pronounce his name, but they'll be like, "Oh, that one guy that wrestled bears back in the day." Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so Ronda Rousey's up on the stage, and the long and short of it is, they ask you the question: How do you feel about women's soccer players not getting paid as much as the men? And Ronda's answer was surprising. She was like, "Listen, I get paid based off of how many people I pull in." So my contract looks a lot better because of my performance and the amount of people I get to buy the pay-per-view. And they Wow, she's so wise. She's smart. And she's like, they're not giving me a bonus because they want to do something nice for the ladies. And people would have gone absolutely nuts if they heard her say that statement today. But it was true. It was true. She got paid what she, she is. She is absolutely right. And, yo, I have a, prob- I have a problem with this argument about, like, the soccer women's soccer players, because basically it their money comes from how many people buy tickets and how many people watch on TV, and both numbers do not correlate to men's soccer. But here's the thing: there's a fix for this, folks. You want them to get paid more? Go to their games, buy their merch. <laughs> exactly. You love them so much, go to their things. <laughs> like support them, support them, buy their merch, man. How the hell did we get from here to Josh Whedon? Because I'm an idiot. Josh Whedon, you're an asshole, man. You screwed us bad with that age. You screwed us bad. You destroyed our childhoods, and you're a horrible man. And I hope you rot alive with true, like, disgusting leprosy, you son of a bitch. This is a show about vindictive nerds. <laughs> There's a lot of emotion this one. This is the emotion. <laughs> We're going to title this The Emotional Episode. <laughs> Do you know what's cra- you know what's crazy though, man, about the whole Josh Whedon thing is just this, man. Uh All right, it's going to get really emotional, folks, but here's a hypothetical question for all of you listening. Do we at any point forgive these people? Do they have an in? Do they get to come back in at all? Does Gina Carano deserve to be forgiven if she if you actually feel like she's okay. wrong? So this sounds like a trick question because obviously I'm a Christian. So obviously, yes. This you, is not for you, you psychopath. I know you're gonna forgive them. I'm at oh. listening audience. <laughs> like you got, I mean that Well, I don't know what you depraved motherfuckers out there are gonna do, so let this let him know. <laughs> like I personally like I would think I, I would think at some point, like what is, but what is forgiveness like? Is there an accountability? Does Gina Carano have to say, I'm sorry for this? What if she's not sorry? Do you still want her to say it? That's the question that it becomes like, like, do you want her to apologize for something she doesn't feel bad about? And what's she apologizing for exactly? We got to get specific about this stuff. What do you think, man? Well, here, here's the thing. I, I know from what I know of her, she's not going to apologize for something she doesn't really think is real. Yeah. And people want her constantly to apologize. Yo, I don't put, for the record, for all the fans out there, 
I do not put my my pronouns in my bio, and I'm not going to. And if someone told me to, I might react the way she might it did. Tell them to fuck off. You don't get to know anything about me unless I let you know. I'm not into pronouns, so fuck off. Wait, but here's the thing I don't understand. Is this like a mandatory thing now? Like, do you like do people expect what? Maybe I'm not understanding what the argument is here. What is the expectation with the pronouns? What, what, what? So here's what it is. She made fun. You know, she liked a tweet that was mocking. Not her. What do people expect? Do they expect you to list your pronouns? What is they that? do? They do. There's an expectation. Absolutely. And, and so what's the appropriate thing if you're a straight male? What is the pronoun you're supposed to use exactly? Like what? What pleases he him? Right. He he slash him. Why am I doing this exactly? Why to make trans people feel better? Apparently. But how does me addressing myself with my right? I don't right. get it. I don't understand. Your your ex- your experience has nothing to do with your experience. So why should you do it? But isn't the argument about addressing them appropriately with their pronouns? Isn't that right? But here's what they're saying is, yeah, no, they're demanding that certain people do it now. It's gotten that to that point, bro. It doesn't make any. I'm not saying what you're saying doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's not, which is why I understand why her frustration came from. <laughs> if you want to have pronouns, go do it. Yo, do you? Yo, live it up, man. <laughs> but that's it. So does that mean that a Muslim gets to ask you to make salat? five times a day right exactly so and that's the problem that you know that's the problem with the leftist movement they are constantly kowtowing to the different groups that they're like this is an oppressed group i will kowtow to them it's ridiculous yeah i i I don't understand it man i'm not kowtowing to any of that shit but um you know comic world book girl 19 uh 19 no you don't know her comic book girl 19 no who's that she has pink hair and she's just like she's kind of punk rocker yeah yeah she shaved it all off yeah yeah, i know right yeah i think she did um so if you go to her twitter she says she has her bio and then she goes pronouns fuck slash off I am laughing at that. If you have a problem with that, you probably should unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, do not step into the arena, folks. Listen, I'm on my best behavior because even though Mantis is gonna give it to you straight on his show, anything that came out of my mouth right now would for sure get us both canceled. So I'm just gonna say if you step into the arena, come with the facts. I don't understand what this whole thing is about. I have a channel called the Hold Up TV. Well, I'll be dealing with these type of things in a more serious vein. Actually, while we're on here, folks, my guest for the next episode of the Hold Up TV will be no other than Mantis himself. And we're going to get into some serious topics on the Hold Up TV. So that... Are you serious? Of course. Uh, we, we had talked about this before, folks, but he, uh, you know, he doesn't... Most people... I, I, I'm very... Actually, to let you guys know, <laughs> I didn't have dinner. I had a few crackers. I didn't have dinner. I was, like, rushing around. I didn't have dinner. And I'm drinking wine right now. 
Which might explain why I called O-A-N-A-O-N. I'm not entirely convinced that you did. I was thinking about, I was like, did I just have a dyslexic moment and I heard what I wanted to hear and then I corrected him on... I probably fucked up. I'm usually fucked up. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. I I, I just don't get this. But we got to be able to separate these issues, right? Josh Whedon being an asshole and being abusive is not the same thing as someone being overly sensitive. But we do have to, you know, we got to convict people on the things that they've actually done. And that's been the overall theme of the show tonight the question i guess the takeaways for us nerds are what does any of this have to do with nerdum right now there have been comic books that have come out since mantis and i have been kids that dealt with these issues you remember you were the one that put me onto this i didn't even know about this the green arrow uh and uh green lantern crossover yeah lantern basically takes green arrow around he's like hey man you're an idiot you don't know anything about the was it Green Arrow that's right. Green Lantern around? Yeah, he was like you. You don't know anything about the world. You don't know anything about any of the things that are happening to, in the actual world. You right. don't know about persecution, racial injustice, any of that stuff. I don't know when that comic came out. Was it like the early eighties or so? Would you say? Uh, well, late seventies, but same same shit, really. Same mentality, like you know, entirely different treatment of African Americans from nineteen sixty eight to. Whenever you want to put a cap on it, right? The comic books have dealt with these issues in the past, so there's room for that type of stuff. But what's the like? We got we got to be discerning about this stuff, right? Like, is there an actual issue? Like, Gina Carano said something, and she made a comparison. It was an idiotic comparison, but does that mean her career is over? Like, for God's sake, David Duke still gets public speaking engagements. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh has a show. We cannot have a system where the only people making comic book movies are leftists. It's not realistic. Man. And coastal elites. And here's the thing. On- she has to have a vehicle to another job. If she doesn't, this is discrimination. It's garbage. <laughs> You're going to the dark side, bro. <laughs> Because I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. Yo, because we're conservatives, we get treated like garbage. I feel that. I would never tweet what Gina did. But however, I'm saying there is like people are like, I'm glad they're gone. I'm glad they're gone. Here's the thing though, man. Like it's an idiotic stance to take though. I know other conservatives that think that. I don't think it's hilarious either, man. Like I get, man, I can't articulate it the way that I want to, but I get what Gina Carano was trying to do. I understand that she's saying that it's progressive, that these things start off, and it's something that you hear me say all the time. It starts off with intent, and the intent is usually supposed to be good. And then by being good, we are going to do these things which are justified by good, you know, because in our goodness. And, uh, yeah, that always leads to a lot of fucked up shit, right? No utopic society is built off of anything but blood. Believe it. You don't read enough sci-fi, folks, if you don't know that. Right? Any, I've said this multiple times in the show. Show me the utopic society in a sci fi novel, and I guarantee you, chapters later, like, but to get here, we started eating baby heads. And it's like, oh. <laughs> yo, bro. Yo, bro. And in our society. Bro. Yo, you have to realize that, like, that's every society. Yeah. That's not just every. There isn't. People bitch, like, we hate America. America's all fucked up. Every society in the you know currently that we know of 
was built on the backs of like oppression and messed upness. I'm not justifying that. Right. But I'm saying is we can't criticize America if we don't criticize every other country. Every other modernized country that did it. We got to hold everyone to the same standard. Exactly. But, you know, here's the thing with Western thinking versus, you know, Eastern. Even if you look at something like, you know, going to the Middle East and the way that they deal with things over there. This is a very Western construct. What we're we're discussing right now, like the fact that we even waxing philosophy. Well, I mean, waxing philosophical about what uh, what persecution is. And is this. You know, are conservatives being persecuted in this country? Physically persecuted? No. Uh, mentally being silenced? I mean, uh, verbally being silenced? Yes. That's a form of persecution, I assume. But it's not anywhere near where other forms of persecution are. I think, though, if we start preventing people from saying the things that or vocalizing these things out loud, it leads to a lot of resentment. And then we get another insurrection day. But it's worse. Right? Yeah. And I think it's I think it really comes from the fact that people don't have a holistic view of history and how these things repeat themselves. I spend a lot of time debating with conservatives on the merit of the argument of Black Lives Matter. I'm like, hey, these people didn't just come to this conclusion based off of emotion. I mean, some of them did. <laughs> some of them most certainly did. But <laughs> there's a history here, right? And we gotta acknowledge that things have happened. But that doesn't mean that they're happening now, but we just got to acknowledge it. And that's a part of the conversation. And then we come to a logical conclusion on how to deal with these things. Same thing in regards to the people, the 74 million people that voted for Trump. Right. There are a lot. of You can't leave them in the ditch and be like, they're just weird thinking. Fuck them. No, you need to make a bridge to them. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been another insane episode man (laughs) you're gonna have a lot of editing to do (laughs) i would suggest that once you sober up tomorrow you re-listen to this entire thing in its entirety and no i am i am yo are you suggesting i'm not sober right now uh man your stream tonight was really good shout out to you man you're doing big things this channel is growing. I enjoy doing this podcast so much. We get to talk about nerds. Yo, this is a favorite part of my week, man, doing this podcast. We talk about nerd stuff, man, and it's just shit's crazy. It's it's Well, there, what I like is there's no pressure. We can just be ourselves. We're two friends hanging out. Yeah. And that comes across. People enjoy the show and I enjoy you, man. You fucking fat piece of human fucking waste. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I have to fucking put up with with this animal, dude? You know what? I'm still pissed about this camera thing, man. Listen, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna air it all out, man. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. I never got an apology from the United States Postal Service. I never like, like I walked yeah, so out. People don't realize what's going on. Here's what's going on. You know, um, your uncle curmudgeon was like, "I'll send you a webcam." So you don't need to use your shitty cell phone to stream. That's great. I I was just saying I want I'm trying to help Mantis build up his uh his gear set, and I know that having the webcam and his cell phone camera is going to benefit him for what he does. Continue. So he sent it, and apparently it went to the wrong address, and it had some issues getting there. They said that my handwriting was unlegible. <laughs> 
And oh, basically, fuck them. I would never put up with that. And basically, I would have knocked him the fuck out right there. No, so basically, I had to go over there and I had to pick it up. And like, there was all this judgment. I could feel it. And I was like, yeah, I'm here to pick up my package. It, couldn't, it didn't make it to its destination. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need to see some ID. You know, it's a whole procedure you got to go through and all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, man, the handwriting's really bad on here. And I'm like, all right, thanks, bro. Give me my fucking box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't even factor in that they could be talking to the person who wrote it. <laughs> it's like, learn to fucking read, bro. Learn to read. That's not my fault. I wrote it clearly. You're the asshole. So I sent the UPS this time because they're, they're, I trust them. I trust these people. Dude, my UPS in my local town. I appreciate bro, him. Oh, it's going to be good. But at any rate, man, this has been another great episode. This has been an amazing great. Are you staying up for WandaVision? Of course. At this point, I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. I just need to do some push-ups, and I'll be ready for two, two, uh, 3 a.m. <laughs> You're passing out. You're done for. I honestly feel like I want to pass out so bad. Oh, Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. Why did they have to release at 3 a.m.? You fuckers. Yo, that's that's me shitting on Disney. First you fired Gina Carano, then you release shit on 3M. You can go to fucking hell. Folks, you can find Mantis at <laughs> Rogue Planet every Thursday at 8 p.m. <laughs> on Spoon or, you know, that's Spoon. You got to download that app, though. It's very good, man. It's a good time. Or you can check me out on um, Voice of the Fat Mantis. Well, voice of the fat mantis, obviously, obviously, you're all all that, and that's a YouTube channel right there. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at Mantis Comics. You can find Steve talking. Where with, can they find you? <laughs> talking with a dad. We air every Friday. Live stream starts at nine forty-five. Every Friday ish. Friday ish. <laughs> Nine forty five. And hold the hold up TV first episode dropping tomorrow. This episode, by the time it goes up, the hold up TV's first episode will be up. But uh yeah, look for me there, folks. Yeah, no, hold up TV is the next the next wave, yo. Not hold up TV, by the way, folks. That's actually a channel for some very ratchet hip hop. <laughs> the you gotta write the the hold up, yeah, the hold up. Or one word. Peace. Yo, much love, brother. Ciao for now, bitches.